Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. In today's story, we wander north, out of Teller County, to the historic Jefferson County town of South Platte. This podcast was written by Trevor Phipps with a little commentary by Tommy Allen and is being presented for you by Tommy Allen. The ancient Greeks had a concept of four basic elements, earth, air, fire, and water. Two of these elements, earth and water, tend to present some of the most beautiful phenomena Mother Nature has to offer when they come into contact with one another. When water flows over, inside, or around rock, it can either move the rock or over time slowly cut into it. Conversely, rock, when put in the way of a flow of water, can reroute, speed up, or slow that water down. A river canyon is a good example of how rock and water can interact, whether it is at that moment or over an epoch. A canyon is developed by water eating away at massive amounts of earth over time. And in steep canyons, the rocks that sit in a river for long term and the narrowing of the waterways cause the water to speed up and turn into rapids. For example, these natural occurrences can be found around the historic Colorado town of South Platte. The old town site sits at the entrance of one of the most famous kayaking spots in Colorado in the 1970s, a series of rapids called the Widowmaker. Though Denver Water's damming of the river in 1983 swallowed the Widowmaker into the new Strontia Springs Reservoir, upriver of the spot remains a popular kayak destination. The town of South Platte was once named Symes. It was founded around a train depot along one of the railways that transported gold, supplies, and passengers between the big cities of the country and the mountain towns. The only remaining structure in this town is the South Platte Hotel building. Originally named the Walbrecht Hotel, the original building was built in 1887 by Charles and Millie Walbrecht and offered 14 rooms to stagecoach and train passengers. The Colorado and Southern Railroads then built a train depot directly across the track from the hotel. Next to the depot was the Log Cabin Inn, a small building that stayed in business offering the area's best fish bait. It was a secret among travelers as anyone that had been there knew that the fish bait was really some of the best homemade whiskey one could find outside of the cities. But in August of 1912, Mr. and Mrs. Walbrecht had an unfortunate surprise in store. The couple were favorites to locals and out-of-towners alike because they always tried to welcome everyone into their hotel and make them feel right at home. The hotel also housed one of the small town's only bars, and the couple ran the business themselves, often working the bar during the less touristy seasons. They were as much underpaid psychologists for the local drunks as they were barkeeps. One local drunk, George Ballou, was a 29-year-old stagecoach driver for his family business, the Ballou Stage Company. He ran coaches through to mountain towns such as Deckers and West Creek. For some unidentified reason, George's 16-year-old wife left him, and in his crazy drunk stupor, he assumed Charles and Millie convinced the young girl to leave her much older husband during one of their late-night bar therapy sessions. Enraged by this thought, George had decided to get his revenge. He walked into their hotel one night with a 44 caliber pistol and started shooting. He opened fire on both owners, the employee, and the guests. He held a gun to the telegraph operator's head to prevent her from calling for help. 
As he exited the hotel bar, his murderous plan fulfilled, he threw down a full can of kerosene and shot it with his pistol to light the hotel on fire. He stood out in front of the hotel, guarding it until it burnt down. Then he fled town. Before long, it seemed every law enforcement officer in Colorado was on his trail. He was finally found just outside of La Junta, around 70 miles east of Pueblo, and turned his pistol on himself once local law enforcement had him cornered. The burnt-down establishment was rebuilt in 1912 as the South Platte Hotel, a simple, two-story, wood-framed, clapboard building with a large central flagpole above the facade. In the 1960s, it was operated as a bait shop, real bait, not the log cabin in bait, and now sits empty, protected as a historical building. The drive to the old town site of the South Platte is gorgeous. If you want to go there, drive north out of Woodland Park on Highway 67. When you reach the intersection at Decker's, turn right to stay on 67. Then when 67 turns off to the right, continue straight. The road becomes North Platte River Road and continues to follow the South Platte River. When the South Platte and the North Fork South Platte Rivers meet, you've reached your destination. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And if you find yourself in a little emotional distress, sober up and think before you act. You don't need every lawman in the land after you. We look forward to having you join us next time for more stories from the Midland.